I anticipate it's going to be a wave, uh, pun intended, a wealth wave for women, for women to understand that when you see someone else making positive changes, you want to emulate them. And so the more we, more tools we can provide the people that are already in the profession and women that seize control, you're gonna see their confidence and you're gonna be, it's like they're gonna become a beacon of light attracting other women. So I, I really believe we're gonna see this exponentially increase. Podcasting from Wealthwave Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Leadership Now, the official vision and strategy podcast of Wealthwave. So today we'd like to announce to you that we've got a brand new book for women called How Money Works for Women. And so I'd like to have both of you talk about that a little bit today and and talk about the, the, the concepts, the tagline, just how you feel about it and uh, where this is all headed. Well, thank you so much, Tom. It has been just, you know, a passion and mission of love for me and a lot of the amazing women who are part of Wealthwave. We've wanted a book that really addresses some of the special concerns that women have when it comes to finances. And it just seemed like a natural extension after you, Steve, and Andy put out How Money Works, Stopping a Sucker. So, you know, once you understand how incredible Sharon Lecter is and that she is an internationally recognized financial literacy expert, best-selling author, successful entrepreneur, CPA, philanthropist. You don't want anyone else to co-author but Sharon Lecter. So Sharon, what do you think about the project? Well, thank you, Kim, and thank you, Tom. It's exciting for me. Um, it really is an opportunity to tie in with the incredible impact that Wealthwave and um, World Financial Group are doing and, and be able to really utilize my experience and my knowledge to support your folks in endeavoring to make a larger impact because we talk about playing a bigger game. It's about being number one in your field, living living your legacy and creating maximum impact. And sometimes people just need a tool to help them do that. And we just had a meeting with some of your top women in leadership. And this is our, our goal is that each one of them has a circle of influence of thousands. And if this tool can help them get into the hearts and minds of other women, it only exponentially increases the impact of the organization. So I'm very proud and excited to be part of it. Well, not only that, we think it's, it's just a, what a lineup to have the rich dad, poor dad stuff you worked on and all the way through thinking very rich for women. So we think it's just a logical progression of that to get to how money works for women. And and uh, interestingly enough, you know, we all know that money doesn't really work differently for women. Just, you know, your gender doesn't mean money's different, but your situation can be different. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. So in the work that we've done with women clients and women financial professionals, women do have some special um, interests or different interests than maybe men do when it comes to finances. You know, part of that is, you know, being a caretaker for children or parents and how that might affect our career trajectory. Um, women end up or, and still for a very long time have been um, making less than men. Right now it's at 82 cents for every dollar earned by a man. We end up being left behind for that reason and the fact that women 
are a little gun shy when it comes to investing. Women are better savers than men, but we're not as good at investing. We tend to keep our money safe because we don't understand about the rule of 72 and the impact of compound interest. So there are so many things that we can bring to the table for women who may not have the time to figure it out themselves, um, may not have the confidence, may not think they know enough, or for whatever reason, we want to make sure that financial education is as accessible to women as anybody else. And it is so true what you're saying, Kim, but I think when I wrote Thinking Grow Rich for Women and released it in 2014, one of the reasons I wrote it was because um, I was tired of the women who were complaining and criticizing the men in their lives and holding them back. And I said, we need to stand in our own power. And instead of criticizing and complaining, which under the law of attraction brings negativity. So let's celebrate the progress women have made and let's celebrate the men who've helped us along the way. And um, I don't I don't believe the steps to success are different between men and women. It's just that we approach them differently. And a lot of women have this lack of self-confidence that needs that tool, that opportunity, that group of other leaders and, and people supporting them to take that step and to, and to gain the knowledge to be able to go forward. Women, techni- you know, we just think differently and we tend to get caught up in analysis paralysis and we're not going to pull the trigger, whereas men are much more decisive. And every time you say something, a generalization, you get in trouble because there are people out there that are against the, the norm. But it's really important to, for women to find their own power. You know, too often we give up control. And we need to take control. And that's, in essence, the tagline of the, uh, of the book is take control of your money or lose it. And it's simple. I mean, we, too many people put their head in the sand and they don't pay attention. And then when they wake up and they really need it, it's not there. That's such a powerful tagline, take control or lose it. Wow. So, Kim, when, when you think about that, you know, I know sometimes what I've learned about books and, and taglines is when you look at a book before you open it up and start reading it, sometimes it speaks to you and it, it, it almost makes you your mind be ready for the message. How do you see the, the control conversation leading to, to the book itself? Well, you know, I think for a lot of women, they have not felt like they were in control of their own finances for whatever reason, whatever situation they find themselves in, or the fact that they're just so busy with their day-to-day that they just don't have time to take that control. So we want, in one place, to give them the simple tools. Now, the How Money Works book lays out the basic financial concepts and the seven money milestones. What we're going to do is show how you apply those concepts and milestones to women at different stages in their life so they can see what challenges, what concerns, what questions there might be, and how there are solutions by understanding some basic things about money so you can take control. And that process of taking control is part of what I think that people need to do that. If you don't take control of your finances, then your finances take control of you. That's exactly right. Well, it's it's absolutely correct. And the fact is, a lot of women in particularly um, tend to give up that control when when they get married or they actually just kind of stick their head in the sand and they don't do it. And once women actually are better investors, 
but most of them don't take action and they don't educate themselves. And so we tend to see um, women form investment groups and they see that they outperform investment groups of men because they're working together as a team and they're supporting. So when women come together and help other women, it's a powerful exponential impact. And that's our goal here with this book is it's a tool to help women that are already part of the organization to reach more women to support them and give them the tools and the inspiration and the power to be able to take control of their lives. Well, you know, one other thing I've been thinking about the whole time we've been talking about this is, is that not only will this be a book that a, a possible consumer could look at and, and get inspired to, to meet with a financial professional and take some action, but I think this could be a book that a potential business owner could look at and think, shoot, if, if I got in the business of teaching people these principles and sharing this information, I could, I could build a successful business. Well, entrepreneurship is one of the things that we want to really address for women in this book. You know, it's not just about having a job and doing some smart things with employee benefits and that kind of thing. It's actually looking at becoming an entrepreneur. And Sharon has written several books about how men and women can be successful entrepreneurs. So her wisdom and guidance on this subject is going to be instrumental um, in the success of this book and the message we have for women. Wow. And so many, I mean, we, we are raised in a society where we don't teach, we're not teaching the information about money in school. And as a result, the messages we hear about money at home are things that we can't afford it, pinch your penny, save for any day. And those are all negative things. And so you grow up hearing money negative, money negative. And that's where that sense of scarcity mindset comes from. And if we want to get rid of the scarcity mindset, it's through education and information and people can see where that came from and actually laugh about it, release it and start understanding we live in a world of abundance. But until we shed the light on where that scarcity comes from, we can't get rid of it. I think that may have been partially a generational thing where people from the Depression and World War II era influenced their children because of what they had to go through. And then we get into this, this next generation that's had so much prosperity, a lot because of how hard our grandparents worked and how they prepared things for us. And uh, I remember when I first got in the business 40 years ago, they talked about the great wealth transfer. When the World War II generation finally starts passing away and leaves it to their kids, who then leave it to their kids. Mm -hmm. And it's just this trillions of dollars on the move. And it's one of the things that excited me about this industry. But from a different perspective, now it excites me that we've got a chance to teach financial literacy and have people make informed decisions that will impact their money forever, for generations, because then now parents can teach it to children because they know. Today, they really can't because they don't know. Well, part and, of that wealth transfer right now is to women. Over the next uh, several decades, trillions of dollars is going to be transferred into the power of women. And so with that comes a responsibility. As a woman, you need to prepare yourself, educate yourself to be able to not just receive it, but to employ it and grow for future generations. And so it's, time is of the essence for women to stand and really take control of their financial lives and be prepared to help educate their children. You know, one other thing is that the, the financial industry has always been sort of a boys club. You know, Wall Street and, and uh, most of the big firms, you know, have less than 20% of their people are women. Uh, although their clients are often 50-50 or so because uh, of the population. But talk for a second, if you would, uh, for instance, one of the things we've done with our firm is we're approaching the same percentage as the population of women with our firm. So we've got the most people licensed and the most percentage of people licensed that are, that are female, that are women in the whole financial industry. 
and have for many years. Talk about how you think a book like this could impact that. Well, the impact is huge. I mean, you saw, um, you know, we had a special luncheon today in Dallas in honor of Sharon Lecter. The room would only hold about 50 people. All, you know, we um, invited the, you know, top women, top 50 women leaders in Wealthwave who were attending a convention. We filled the room and we had a waiting list of maybe another 50 to 100 women who wanted to get in that room. And um, everyone who got invited RSVP'd yes. So we had no empty seats. But there is such a need for women leaders in the financial industry. We have, you know, in Wealthwave set the example that is not apparent in other firms in, around the country. I mean, they're great firms, but they just, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk like Wealthwave does. I think you put this book in the hands of um, women consumers and other women financial professionals, I think they'll look up and see, yeah, there, we need to have more women financial advisors. We need to have more women who understand what I'm going through in my situation. So I think the book will um, shine a bright light on the fact that Wealthwave has been doing it right uh, and that the financial industry as a whole really needs to take a look at how they're addressing the approach and needs that women might have, the goals that women might have on the financial side that are currently not being addressed by the traditional uh, male-dominated financial industry. Well, I think what you both said is just so true. And Tom, the I have a lot of clients that come to me and they're frustrated because they go to a financial planner with their husbands and the financial planner never looks at them. Right, you know, right. Never even involves them in the in the conversation, even if they are the primary breadwinner. And it's like it's it's, it's such a travesty, and it's something that we have to change. And so, having more and more women um, financial planners and assistants will help that go away. But it's important for women also. You know, I always counsel them: Did you say? something to that financial planner because they need to be reprimanded basically because when you have a community property state or you have a financial situation both partners need to be involved in understanding and the planning and that's a mission that I have is for women to truly take the bull by the horn and stand in their own power and that's what we're hoping this book is going to do give them the education and the tools for them to feel more confident about standing in their own power instead of hiding you know, we read over the last few years that as, you know, we all know there's a pretty good chance that a woman's going to live longer than a man, just statistically. And and when you look at that, not only do they live longer and, and end up with the money, but more often than not, they want a woman financial professional to take care of their money and not just their, their husband's old guy. So uh, talk about that for a second, about how you, how you perceive that shift and what, what difference this book is going to make that way. Well, as women um, become the recipients of the wealth transfer, and as women accomplish a lot more in the workforce and have more wealth and more income, I think women are really going to look for someone who is going to collaborate with them, somebody who's going to listen, 
somebody who's not going to roll over them or somebody who's not going to just talk about the performance of a particular investment. For a woman, we're not looking at the performance piece per se. We've got specific financial goals for ourselves, for our families that we want to accomplish. Our goal is not to get the best performance. Our goal is to do the right things, smart things with our money in order to accomplish those goals that we have. Um, so I think for women, this is a real important time. And the book is going to really speak to that. In 2030, women are said to control $30 trillion of wealth in the United States. And so what Sharon said We've got to take responsibility. We've got to start asking questions. We have to understand what, um, you know, what the right decisions are for us. And it starts with that financial education. And I think, you know, it's, it's I anticipate it's going to be a wave, uh, pun intended, a wealth wave for women, for women to understand that when you see someone else making positive changes, you want to emulate them. And so the more we, more tools we can provide the people that are already in the profession and women that seize control, they're, you're going to see their confidence and you're going to be, it's like they're going to become a beacon of light attracting other women. So I, I really believe we're going to see this exponentially increase. Well, you know, with all the experience that, that you both have, of course, you've been on TV and in the White House, you've been everywhere. Talk about for a second how you see this, this next extension of your literary part of what you do and the publicity of that, where, where could this all take us? Well, that's a great question, Tom, and I think really is find, finding those probably women newscasters more, more so than the men, quite frankly. But I think you have an we have an opportunity to really use a, a novel approach by a tool that's going to help women. And I think um, we just have to find the right niche. And certainly with what's happening in the economy right now, there's the right things happening, unfortunately, that trigger the need to show the most successful businesses solve a problem or serve a need. And we've got a lot of those problems and needs right now when it comes to money, and particularly money and women. And this is an opportunity for us to share it. And I think one of the other thing is we have, we're covering specific topics in the book that do impact women. Um, you know, uh, women that are abuse survivors, um, women who have children of special needs. And so we're really looking at this from a holistic perspective to truly help women from where they are today to where they need to be. Well, that's exciting. And I know when I think about this, the, uh, the, the, when, for instance, when we created How Money Works Itself, the original book, I, I told Steve and, and Andy and, and our publicist that this is one of the only book titles that in three words you know what it's all about. And when, we, when this got onto TV, we've had 225 or 230 TV interviews because that never runs out of gas. People always want to know that since it wasn't taught in school, they want to know more about how money works. And when you say how money works for women, I think you're going to have the same experience. I think this is going to be one of the most popular things on TV and TV networks and shows. And I'm very sure CNBC is going to do articles about it. And, and it's going to get the message out there, which is what we're doing this for in the first place. Exactly. Well, and, you know, we've talked about a PBS special for How Money Works. I see, you know, a natural extension or expansion of that being the How Money Works for Women piece. Well, especially since the PBS audience really skews towards the female side. So both of them side by side would be hugely popular, I think. 
Yes. Well, I think with your two backgrounds, you know, the credibility between the two, if you pile it up, it's like 10 people. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you're young, but you look like you've, you've been around for 100 years each with all the things you've accomplished. Well, bless you, Tom. <laughs> yes, yes. You can pay me later. <laughs> but we, I really think that, uh, that people are going to take a lot of confidence from reading something with the pedigree that you guys have coming up to this, that when you speak it, this is what I've been needing to hear the whole time. You know, most people that we run into don't really have a financial professional, and if they do, it's not one they completely trust or agree with. And, and maybe they don't have the confidence going forward because of that, in addition to not learning in school. And I think this is gonna begin the process of saying, I finally met somebody who gets where I am and understands what I'm trying to do and what I need to do and can help me to move forward. Exactly, I agree completely. Yeah, it's exciting. I can't wait to see how the impact that it makes. It's going to be big. Well, hey, this has been great. I really appreciate it. We uh, look forward to seeing the book when it's out. It'll be out soon, and I'm so excited to see it. And we, uh, you unveiled the cover today, and uh, for the cover to, you know, it's uh, part of the the Stop Being a Sucker series. And I, I love the idea that it's a, a red lollipop that looks like a stop sign and talks about control. And and uh, I know that uh, it's going to be a big popular success. But most importantly. I think it's going to have the impact that we're all aiming for. Absolutely. And I think it's a real opportunity for women to not only take control of their old finances, but also to use this to educate their children. Yes. Yes. The next generation. Definitely. Well, on behalf of everybody that's going to hear this podcast and everybody's part of Wealthwave, I just want to say thank you to both of you for all you're doing to change the lives of so many people for generations to come. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Now, Wealthwave's official podcast. If you like this episode and want to hear more, check out wealthwave.com slash podcast or Leadership Now on iTunes. Join us each week to grow as an entrepreneur and succeed as a leader in the financial business with Wealthwave.